up? What's up, guys? What's going on? Welcome to episode number 22 of the Spun Today podcast. I am your host, as always, Tony Ortiz. Thank you guys in advance uh, very much for listening. This episode of the podcast is another uh, free writing episode. Getting back to the free writing a little bit here. And uh, for those of you that have listened to the podcast in the past, you know what the deal is. And for any new listeners, just to give you a little context, the uh, there's a couple different types of episodes that I release here on the Spun Today podcast, uh, which are the type that you're going to listen to now, which is a free writing session, which is basically me uh, reading uh, something that I wrote previously that I free wrote. Um, from a section of my website, which is spuntoday.com forward slash free writing. Uh, pretty much, uh, it's like quotes or, or, you know, pieces of a song or usually excerpts from, from a book that I'm reading or something like that, uh, that inspires me or resonates with me in some way, shape or form. And then I, uh, free write after that. And for those of you that are not familiar with free writing, it's pretty much, putting a pen to the paper and just writing, not necessarily uh, something that's like formulated or or um, anticipated in any way or, uh, you know what I mean? Like it's not like a structured essay type of thing. And you just let it flow and just write whatever comes to mind. And uh, that's pretty much it. So that section of the website is spuntoday.com forward slash free writing. There's a bunch of posts there. And each of these free writing episodes uh, if you look back, like in the feed, um, I'm, you know, uh, reading like a different post, uh, two or three different posts uh, from the past, all of which, again, can be found on the website. And normally uh, I have an intro, which is this portion right here where I introduce shit and, uh, you know, just give you guys some uh, current events a la Spun today. You know, just like recent shit that's going on with me personally or um, uh, just keeping you guys updated with shit. Uh, followed by, like, the free writing portion and then an outro. All of which is unedited, raw, um, you know, like off-the-cuff uh, type of stuff. I have a few bullet points of shit that I write down during the week that uh, I think might be interesting to speak about. Um, but that's pretty much it. In terms of structure, uh, that's pretty much to stay true to what I enjoy and like best about uh, podcasts, which is uh, just that raw type of uh, connection that you get from listening to different podcasts, and it kind of feels like a behind-the-scenes kind of like insider type of type of thing, at least to me, anyway. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That's uh, one version for you you new listeners uh, of the podcast that I released. Uh, another one is an audiobook version of uh, certain short stories that I've written in the past. Um, just to warn you, they're not the, the greatest <laughs> short stories out there. I do enjoy writing, but it's uh, not a new hobby, but I'm newly or... As of not to, I'm not. I'm not a seasoned writer. Put it that way. 
uh, but I do definitely enjoy it. Uh, I've dabbled with uh, writing a few short stories, any of which you can read at sponsorday.com forward slash short stories. And then a different type of podcast episode that I release is an intro uh, followed by an audiobook version of these uh, short stories that I've written uh, in the past. And that I actually do edit and, uh, you know, put some like background uh, music to it and sounds and shit like that and try to enhance the story and try to actually make it sound legit like a, like a, an actual like audiobook would uh, and then follow it again by, by a regular outro. And then sprinkled in between, there's some uh, like conversations that I've had uh, with my brother or my fiance and uh, stuff like that. And actually upcoming uh, sometime in the near future, I should have the first uh, author, I guess, uh, guest uh, on the Spun Today podcast. Um, I mentioned in the past that I want to reach out to anyone who is either a writer or just creative and passionate about whatever it is that they do and that they're into that would like to, you know, be on the podcast. Definitely reach out to me. Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at Spun Today and we'll definitely set something up. I put out a five-question survey. Um, it's located on the website as well at sponsor.com forward slash questionnaire. And I've tweeted it a bunch of times also. Uh, so you guys uh, should definitely easily be able to find that. And it's pretty much five questions um, for anyone to answer, anyone who's into anything that they're passionate about. Um, and five questions just to... Uh, check it out in a previous episode like I I read the questions and give you examples of, of my answers and it's uh, a way to like share what it is that you're passionate about and your insights um, and I feel that like hearing something like that I know at least for me it's definitely gonna help like motivate me and you know gave me give me personally like tips and pointers of oh this writer does that uh, this way and you know that uh, artist you know paints during these times because of this this and that and you know like shit like that that I feel could help uh, other people that are passionate or creative in in some way and they could uh, adapt and and take in uh, certain things that they could apply to whatever it is that they're working on so if it's something that could be useful to me, myself personally, as well as uh, to others that listen to the podcast. So I put this questionnaire out and again, you guys can fill it out on the website. It's five questions. Uh, it's a free text field so you can you know, fill it up with whatever the fuck you want. And I will share your responses uh, on the podcast. And there is an, uh, an option like if you want to remain anonymous, if uh, you you know I'll share like your insights and stuff like that, but uh, I don't have to mention who you are if you if you uh, don't want me to, and of course if you want me to, uh, I definitely will. And uh, it's a way for I guess for you guys to promote whatever it is that you have going on, as well as being able to share with others the uh, insights and and just like tips and tricks that you've come across um, with uh, your you know going through the, whatever journey it is that you're going through, whether it be comedy or writing or uh, whatever it is. 
so I actually put that out there and an author reached out to me um, whose name is, actually I reached out to him I believe on uh, we're already like following each other on Twitter because uh, I follow a bunch of different writers and I started putting the survey out there he actually filled it out and I'm going to read it towards the end of this episode so you guys uh, uh, can take a listen it has some pretty good stuff in there his name is David Kristoff he is a science fiction and fantasy author who's written at least three different uh, books that I know of, uh, which are the Tales of a Dying Star series. Uh, it's a book one, book two, and book three. You guys can uh, uh, check that out. It's available on Amazon. And I'll get a little bit more into uh, him and his survey. Again, like I said, at the end of this episode. And he... Uh, we should be setting something up, um, some sort of like Skype interview or something like that, uh, down the line sometime. Like I mentioned to you guys in the past, I am pre-recording the next, uh, I guess like two episodes that you guys are going to listen to. This one, which I'm recording today is what's today, the 27th of May, 2015, and it comes out next week, Thursday. Um, that's when this episode comes out. Then two weeks after that, I'm going to uh, put out an episode that was pre-recorded a long time ago. Um, it's actually the first podcast that I ever recorded with a buddy of mine, Steve from Florida. And um, I'm going to release that one. I uh, It's a, you know just a shooting the shit type of conversation between me and him. And uh, wanting to just dabble in in podcasting and see what it would be like to actually record something. So this is literally my first recording ever. And his as well, if I'm not mistaken. And it was done on my iPhone. The quality is not that great. Um, but it was pretty fun. It was pretty cool to do. And I recorded like an intro and outro uh, for that as well. And I just had that episode stashed. I'm going to release the these two episodes uh, that way in advance. Uh, because like I mentioned to you guys before, I'm going to India. Actually, tomorrow is my flight, uh, tomorrow night, and I'm going to be there for a few weeks for work, for my day job. So, uh, that being said, you know, I don't want to throw the podcast schedule off, so I'm releasing these uh, to give you bitches something to listen to while I'm gone. And definitely, hopefully, we'll have some interesting stories for you guys when I get back, and I uh, plan to be doing, I'm taking my MP3 rec- recorder out there, plan to be doing some uh, some recording while I'm out there as well. Uh, to fill you guys in on the trip so uh, with that said uh, let's see I have a few points here uh, things that I want to that I want to speak about real quick before I get into the free writing uh, portion which is Memorial Day I uh, hope you guys had a good Memorial Day I actually spent it in Massachusetts with my fiance and uh, her family um, had a pretty good time. It's pretty cool. We we go to this like farm that has like homemade ice cream over there, a quote unquote farm. I haven't like actually seen the cows or anything like that, but I guess like they have a farm and they ship in the ice cream or some shit from a different location. But point is, the ice cream is off the hook. It's really good, um, and they give huge portions. Like a small is literally like. I don't know, like a super extra large or some crazy shit. 
So you get like a tiny ass little cone with like eight scoops on top of it. And it's like really, really good ice cream. So we went there, we had a barbecue and, you know, did the whole uh, Memorial Day uh, stuff. So I had a pretty good time. Hope you guys did too. I did regret not seeing the UFC fights this past weekend, which was uh, UFC 187. Really, really uh, wanted to, to watch that card, but uh didn't because I was, you know, doing other things over there. But um, uh, I still haven't seen it. I wonder. I still want to like rewatch it and, or watch it, um, like a re-airing of it. And I'll probably download that shit actually. Don't tell anybody. Um, uh, the fights from what I read and from what I've heard and uh, little clips and shit like that were really dope. Weidman defended his title and, like, solidified his, um, I guess, like, any doubters um, that were still doubting him, you know, after his two victories over Anderson Silva and then Machida, um, which I guess you shouldn't have uh, doubters at that point. And, you know, now just uh, definitely not. Um, definitely did his thing. Uh, Cormier pulled up, pulled out the victory over... Uh, Anthony Rumble Johnson, which was surprising to me. I thought it was going to be like Johnson all the way. And uh, Johnson supposedly rocked him in the first round. And like to the point that it was like, oh, fuck, it's going to be over. Because he's one of those like Tyson type, you know, knock you the fuck out really quickly type of type of fighters. And one that, of course, people were saying was going to be the one, uh, quote unquote, to to bring it to John Jones uh, before Jones got got uh, kicked out of the UFC, and uh, Cormier, who got his ass kicked handily from John Jones, um, uh, was fighting him. So I, I thought it was going to be all all uh, um, Anthony Rumble Johnson, but uh, Cormier did his thing, um, stuck to his wrestling, and and aside from that. That setback in the first round supposedly dominated like the entire fight and then submitted uh, Rumble in the third round. So that must have been dope to watch. And what else? I know there was there were a couple other fights. Uh, Demetrius Johnson I wanted to see. He won also. Um, Benavidez won as well. Uh, it would be interesting to watch those two go at it. Um, but Demi- uh, not was it? No, not Demetrius. Demetrius is Mighty Mouse, right? The champ. I'm thinking about the other dude. Uh, fuck, I can't think of his name right now. Super, like, he's always, like, smiley and really, really hyper. One of those little, like, 125 uh, pounders. Um, it'll come to me, but I want to see that fight also. Uh, Uriah Hall. I, w- I want to see it. I like watching him fight. And he... Uh, lost in a split decision, if I'm not mistaken, uh, which sucks. And um, I've been following him since, like, he was in the the tough house. And uh, yeah, I think he's he's exciting to watch. Um, but he keeps, you know, he's not he's not like pulling pulling off those W's. I don't know what's up with him. And my boy Donald Cerrone, fucking love watching Cerrone fight. And he, he seems like such a cool, humble, down earth fucking like chill dude even all the guys that he's ever fighting even like in the 
pre-fight press conference like they're always like cool and chill and hugging each other and happy and and um he even gets along with people that he's about to fucking fight and kick each other's asses you know what i mean and after the fight and he's won now eight fights straight um so it's definitely a good look for him hopefully he gets a title shot soon and yeah it was a fucking stack card sorry i missed it but um uh, but yeah, yeah, hopefully you guys saw it if you're into that. And if not, then I guess you're not missing anything then, right? Uh, what else? I saw a pretty dope movie, which I heard of it on Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, the Joe Rogan Experience for any of you who have been living under a rock within the podcast community it's one of the dopest podcasts out there definitely check that out if you haven't yet um but they mentioned it in that podcast this movie ex machina which came out i guess fairly recently and i saw it um a couple weeks ago i want to say maybe two three weeks ago maybe and it was really fucking good i want to watch it again that's all uh, like what it was because i was like a little distracted mind wasn't completely into it but um it was still like a captivating movie it was about artificial intelligence and it was really cool the way they i feel that they showed like all the i guess like positive possibilities of artificial intelligence and at the same time we're able to show all the negative uh, possible repercussions to artificial intelligence like within the same movie and like karma all around like sprinkled all around it for like each of the characters and it was re- it was really cool it was interesting the way the way it played out and um it was an engaging movie like it kept you into it like the entire time and it didn't drag it wasn't boring or anything like that um which movies like that sometimes can be and i definitely want to watch it again there was some like ill quotes in it also um, that I definitely want to go back and watch like specifically for that as well. I remember like trying to write like one down on, on my phone when I was watching it and I uh, didn't really uh, didn't get it in time. But um, yeah, definitely want to rewatch it. And what else? Um, so did, have you guys seen the fucking Going Clear documentary? It's on HBO right now. It's about Scientology. If you haven't and want to see some fucking whack job motherfuckers, check that shit out. That shit is it's wild. It's crazy how how brainwashed people can get. And I mean, I guess it could happen to anybody, but wow, it's just fucking it's like mind boggling. It really is like just to to see those like several people's like firsthand experiences with Scientology and um it's like several interviews of people that were in it for like 10 12 13 15 years and then left the church and um then they were quote unquote disconnected um from other loved ones and stuff like that like there was this one lady saying that she realized all the like the behind the scenes like brutal literally like brutality and like fucked up negative shit that was going on um behind the scenes of the church and you know they're putting putting out this like positive like facade basically which was all being enabled by um this 
like warp dude that took over for Aaron Hubbard when he died, which is a whole nutcase job in and of itself. Got used to write like sci-fi books and and um, pretty much spawned a, a really popular uh, like religious text. Um, what's it called? Di- Dianetics. Um, I guess it's like the Scientology Bible. And it became really popular, super like bestseller, and got this cult following that really turned into like an actual cult, and you know eventually turned into a, a religion. And they got religious status by um, pretty much the IRS was like looking into them um, for tax evasion into Ron Hubbard uh, for tax evasion and not paying taxes and shit like that. And they uh, he got, or actually I think the guy that took over for him got like th- a couple thousand of the members of the church uh, to take out class action lawsuits against the IRS all at the same time to pretty much have the IRS having to take care of these like legal fucking law- lawsuits. And the IRS decided to grant them uh, church uh, status, meaning that they were going to be uh, tax exempt. Uh, from federal uh, taxes, you know, like all churches, like don't pay taxes and shit. And then the, you know, like all the members miraculously dropped the the lawsuits, and and it's fucking nuts. And then it became like a actual established legit religion. It's just as wacky as any of the other ones, but fuck, it's fucking fucking nuts. Yeah, definitely check that out if you guys haven't. And that's pretty much it for in terms of like intro shit. Um, like I mentioned before, uh, I have this questionnaire out. It's called, uh, or not it's called, it's called the fucking questionnaire. It's uh, located at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And, you know, if you could just go to spuntoday.com at the top, you have like all the like little tabs and shit. And you'll find the questionnaire tab on there. Click on it. It's fu- literally five questions. And it's just asking like about your craft and what motivates you and what do you do when you don't feel motivated? Um, how do you get yourself to actually sit down and do do the work and et cetera, et cetera. It's like that type of shit. Um, definitely fill that out. If you guys are interested in me reading your responses at the end of the podcast episode, which I am again going to do today at the end of this one uh, for the first one that we received um, so that I can share with you guys. So let's keep that shit going. And, you know, feel free for anybody who's into anything. Aside from that, as always, follow me on Twitter at Spun Today or on Instagram at Spun Today. And you guys can listen to all the episodes of this podcast on YouTube if you like. Um, they're all available on YouTube. To get to the YouTube page, just go to my website, spuntoday.com. And towards the bottom, you will find links to YouTube. Um, you can also find links to Tumblr down there. And um, you can just click on them and listen to all the episodes on there. Also, if you subscribe to my newsletter at spuntoday.com uh, forward slash contact uh, at the bottom of that page, uh, if you subscribe to the newsletter, I will uh, hit you guys up and let you know whenever there's like a new podcast episode that came out or a new short story. Um, so you can be the first to know. And you can be the coolest kid of all your friends. <laughs> and it's pretty much it with intro shit. Now, I'm going to read 
see where we at. An excerpt from a book that I'm reading now, uh, which I have read in the past. I read, uh, I think the the previous uh, free writing episode actually had an excerpt from The 50th Law by uh, 50 Cent and Robert Greene. And this is another one uh, that kind of got to me and uh, inspired me to free write. So if you guys go to sponsoraid.com forward slash free writing, you can uh, literally take a look at what I'm going to be reading and, you know, read along, check out other ones um, if you want to. If not, just listen. I'll read it to you. So here we go. He starts it off with uh, Robert Greene starts it off with a quote um, from FDR, uh, which is one of his like most famous ones. The we have nothing to fear except fear itself. Like a uh, an excerpt from that speech, and uh, then you know followed with something else that he wrote. And here it is. It's quote. Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Then Robert Greene goes on to say, What Roosevelt sketched out in his speech is the knife's edge that separates failure from success in life. So, I read that. And it made me free write what I'm about to read to you guys right now. This is another one of those I was reading on the train on my way to work in the morning. And uh, wrote this shit on the train right before I got off. Actually, remember, I almost missed my stop. Actually, I got into <laughs> like writing this, this piece and then was at, at my stop and fucking had to run out with like my pen and notebook and book in hand and shit. Uh, before even putting it away, <clears throat> right before the doors closed. All right, so I went on and wrote, I've come to realize that life really does boil down to a collection of moments. Within those moments, we're confronted with the opportunity to make a choice, left or right, red pill or blue pill, black or white, or every shaded or every shbla. Or every shade of gray and nuance in between. What we decide to do and not do quite literally dictates how the story of our lives plays out. It sounds pretty obvious now that I see it on the page. Why wasn't it clear before? Take a microscope to any aspect of your life right now. Family, personal relationships, work, health. In each of those dynamics, when confronted with a, quote, knife's edge, unquote, decision, did you make the right one? Did you retreat or did you advance? There's a Dominican saying that I've heard from my family growing up, para atrás ni para coger impulso, which I guess can't be a blanket statement to apply in all situations because you should stop and take a step back every once in a while just to reevaluate and reposition yourself but at its core on a macro scale the ideals of that statement couldn't be more true keep pushing forward 
Don't let fear retreat you. Reserve. Or reverse that, rather. Reverse that and retreat from fear. Focus your efforts toward your type of success and keep advancing. I wrote that on May 7th, 2015 at 9.05 a.m. So something that stands out to me from that piece is that Dominican saying part, which is Patrani Paco Jempuiso. Damn, I sounded mad hick right there. <laughs> mad Cibaeño. Patrani Paco Jempuiso, hermano. Para atrás ni para coger impulso, which basically means don't take a step back, not even to like gain momentum or something like that. Loosely translated, um, which is applicable. It has its applications, right? Um, in a general sense, like you know, just grind it out, keep going, keep pushing forward, no matter what. Don't don't look back. Um, and uh, that's a, uh, I guess, like a testament to that, like advancing uh, portion of the uh the excerpt up there um but at the same time it's not always applicable right because sometimes you do have to sort of kind of like reevaluate shit and and you know readjust and not just have that you know head down keep you know grinding forward type of mentality sometimes you have to do a little maneuvering and and readjusting in life Which could be seen, I guess, as like retreating, um, but not like in like an inevitable type of retreating, like a, I'm sorry, not inevitable, not a a definite type of retreating. Maybe you take a few steps back again to like reposition yourself, and then to be able to um, gain even more footing um, to continue pushing forward in the general direction that you were uh, headed towards to begin with. I know you guys have had situations like that in your lives. I know I definitely have. And, um, yeah, so I guess reevaluate shit when necessary, but at the same time have that, don't have a defeatist attitude towards it just because you're reevaluating something, just because you're taking, uh, a pause or a slight step back, uh, don't lose sight of your goal, the overall goal, uh, the focus of the situation and always have that in the back of your mind as like the motivating factor to, Whatever it is that you're doing. I guess that's what I get from from this scenario. And yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, let me know what you guys think of that post. You guys can comment directly on there on the website, sponsor.com, uh, right under this particular post. Or you can email me, um, which is at sponsoray at gmail.com. Or hit me up any of the the other ways that you guys normally can. So, uh, now I'm going to pull up the uh, response to the first survey that we have to share. One second. Got it right here. And again, this is from David Kristoff. You guys can follow him on Twitter at David Christoph. David spelled D-A-V-I-D. Christoph with a K 
R I S T O P H David Kristoff uh, at at David Kristoff on Twitter, and again he is a science fiction author and a writer of a trilogy of books here. It's a uh, first one is Tales of a Dying Star, book one. Uh, subtitled Siege of Praetor. Praetor? Praetor? P-R-A-E-T-A-R. Uh, second one is Tales of a Dying Star, book two, uh, which is the ancillary. And Tales of a Dying Star, book three, which is Sword of Blue. I like that title there. And um, pretty much the way this is going to work, I'm going to read uh, the survey question followed by uh, his particular response. And share with you guys. Obviously, David chose not to be uh, remain anonymous here, uh, which is why I just you know gave you guys all his uh, his name and stuff like that. Reach out to him on Twitter if interested, and definitely check out his uh, his books that I just mentioned. So the first question in the survey is relating, or uh, not survey, I guess uh, questionnaire, or whatever you guys want to call this. It's relating to your craft. Do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? And David responded, oh man, it was awful. I was in high school, maybe 15 or 16 years old, and had just, uh, sorry, I'm butchering this, and had just the first nine books of The Wheel of Time. So of course I wanted to write my own epic fantasy. I wrote a battle scene first. It was the most generic, amateurish, overly purple thing. Pretty much what you would expect someone's first writing attempt to look like. I looked at it a year later and hit the delete button hard. <laughs> um, that's cool. That's pretty funny. Thanks for sharing that with us, Dave. And I'm sure we could all like relate to that. Anybody, uh, like, I, like I mentioned, uh, for me personally... And, you know, I'm sure anybody who's, you know, gotten into, like, writing or creating anything can attest to that. Um, you know, like, when they're first starting and something, they look back on it and they're like, oh, fuck. Even now, <laughs> to be honest, some of the stuff that, that I've written that I definitely won't post on, on the site is, like, complete trash. And it's like, what the fuck was, doesn't even make sense to me. Sometimes, like, the next day when I read it. Um... But you got to go through, like, all that type of stuff, and it's all uh, part of the experience and part of the journey, right? And we have to get through that stuff to hopefully get to some good, inspiring shit. Uh, who was it? Ernest Hemingway, the, one of his quotes, uh, which I like best, said, uh, 99, no, what is it? Uh, the first draft of everything is complete shit. Um, so yeah, and that was from Ernest Hemingway, so there's a writer worth his salt. <laughs> All right, question number two here on the questionnaire. What inspires you to write or create? And David wrote, I like telling stories. Whenever I'm consuming media, whether it's TV or radio or reading books, my brain is constantly thinking of stories. I write down all of my ideas in a giant spreadsheet and pull from it whenever I'm looking for something to write. That's an awesome idea. And, and Dave, I definitely appreciate you sharing that with us. It's um 
uh, everybody has their own like style of doing things, right? Um, in terms of writing, I've come to to learn and realize just from uh, my own writing and just listening to different authors like David or different authors on podcasts, uh, writing specific podcasts that I listen to or other podcasts where authors and writers have been on that explain like their uh, create creative process. There's no like set way to do it or right way to do it or wrong way to do it. However you do it, it's how it gets done. Um, so you see from this example, uh, you know, David puts all, you know, different random ideas on a spreadsheet. And when he sits down to write, he pulls from from those ideas and expands on them. I do something similar, um, not as organized, which is why I definitely like this idea. Because uh, I like the idea of centralizing everything in one place like that. But I have like a couple different apps on my phone, one of which is Evernote. Uh, which is awesome another one which is just a regular like notepad thing that comes with the iphone and there's a third one which what's it called i'll tell you guys right now day one um use all those plus like actual like hard copy notebooks and i jot down ideas and like all of those so whenever like i feel like writing i don't know what to write about I go back to ideas that are, you know, they could be as long as like one sentence to like a paragraph of, you know, write a short story about blah, 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 or just like a one sentence, something that just popped into my head that I think sounds cool and could be like a possible line of a character in a story down the line that is not yet created. So however you personally go go about doing it, um, do it definitely whatever works for you and uh, you know, you can borrow from David's idea there, which is pretty dope. The next question is, what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And David wrote, I'm a triathlete. As soon as I read that, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> That's like some next level hobby right there. That's pretty awesome. And uh, he says, I completed Ironman Florida in 2013, which is a 2.4-mile swim, followed by a 112-mile bike ride, followed, by the way, I mentioned in previous podcasts, I did the Five Borough Tour in New York City, which is like a yearly event thing, and that's 40, 40 miles or 42 miles or something like that, and I was exhausted at the end of that. This guy does a 2.4-mile swim followed by a 112 mile bike ride and then followed up with a marathon like at the end of that um he says you start at 7 a.m and have until midnight to finish i crossed the finish line around 8 45 p.m not terribly fast but hey it was my first time so i just wanted to finish i definitely hear that and my hats off to you buddy uh, for going through all that that sounds awesome it sounds like a really cool experience and something you could definitely look back on and be proud of and that's that question and i have question number four two more questions left guys this question is how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to this to me is a really important question uh, both for myself and it's somewhat of a consensus that I see amongst writers and a lot of other uh, creative types where you really love doing something, but it's like a bitch to actually sit down and do it and do the work. 
Um, so hopefully different answers to this question, including uh, David's, which I'm about to read, uh, help motivate us and we can take, you know, bits and pieces from all the responses that we get through these uh, questionnaires and um, hopefully help generate more of what we love to do. So David's response here is, I make writing a habit, like a second job. I wake up every morning at 4 a.m. and write for two hours before I go to my day job. I don't browse the internet or check my email or do anything else. I devote that time just to writing. Outlining helps. I create detailed outlines before I ever sit down to actually write. That way, when I'm not feeling motivated or if I have writer's block, I still have a guide to help push me along. That's awesome. I love that type of dedication. And that ability to uh, make yourself stick to a schedule, which is something that I'm definitely going to have to implement. I was doing a, or I'm still doing, this uh, like big washboard calendar thing that I have here right above me on in front of my uh, computer here. And it... It's just like a, a calendar, and each day has either a check mark or an X uh, going through it. X's are for days that I didn't write, and the check marks are for days that I did write. And, you know, I'm a visual kind of person, so seeing that every day, um, you know, if I see a bunch of X's, it makes me wa- want to write. And sometimes when, you know, I'm like on a really good run where I've written for like five days straight or something like that, and, you know, I don't want to break that streak, so that makes me continue writing. And then conversely, though, you know, if when I have run for three or four days in a row um, that I'm in a slump and I'm like, fuck, I haven't ran for four days. What's one more day? And fuck, I don't feel like writing shit. Um, so, yeah, that uh, it's kind of like a double edged sword. It helps a little bit. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, so I read something like this uh, with David and uh, his idea of uh, that he's implemented of making it like a second job and an actual habit, forming a habit of, you know, waking up at four in the morning and, you know, sticking to to a specific schedule. And that sounds awesome to me. Um, sounds something that sounds like something that is necessary if you're going to take writing or anything that you're doing like this um, uh, to any, like, degree of seriousness. And... You know, let's be real. We can't, obviously, there's, like, so many writers out there that, you know, aren't doing this uh, for a living. They aren't making money off this. And, you know, we have bills. We have necessities and shit like that. And we have day jobs, which are draining and, you know, you know, usually, like, nine to fives and cubicle jobs and uh, just the whole, like, the monotony of it and... um you know, climbing that corporate ladder and, you know, uh, that type of shit or or anything else that they do. Maybe you have, like, more of a, a hands-on type job. Maybe you're a waiter. Maybe you're into fucking construction. Regardless of what, it's all time that's taken away from you following a passion that you might have and uh, that hobby, that part-time hobby that you have. And, you know, then life gets in the way. Um as well on top of uh, just having like a big chunk of every single day uh, of your life like taken away and devoted just to 
you know, doing jobs to collect checks and pay the bills. And then, um, you know, things you keep like pushing things off and uh, they go to the back burner. And if you don't take make a conscious effort and make a conscious decision and, and put forth the effort of doing something like this that David mentions here of, you know, setting a schedule for yourself and, and forcing yourself to stick to it. And so you f- make it a habit and form that habit. Um, you're not going to grow it. You're not going to grow that part time hobby into something uh, significant, really. I mean, you might get lucky. You know, the fuck do I know? Could definitely happen. You could also hit the fucking Mega Millions or Powerball tomorrow or some shit like that. You know what I mean? But you really want to bank on that? Neither do I. So setting a schedule for yourself. I don't know about waking up at 4 a.m. <laughs> I'm definitely not a morning person. But, um, you know, do what works for you guys. I'm definitely going to look into doing something like that as well. So, again, Dave, thanks for sharing that. <clears throat> and lastly, we have question number five. Question number five is, do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? And David goes on to write, make writing a habit. If you only write when you're feeling inspired, you'll never finish a novel. Writing is work, capital W-O-R-K. It takes practice and dedication. Write every day, read every day, get better. Just like a baseball player taking batting practice or playing catch, everything you do in this regard makes you better overall. And again, that's an extension of what David mentioned before. And, you know, forming that habit, getting into the habit of doing something every day and really approaching it in a practical sense of building it up and working at it. Um, He uses the analogy there of a baseball player, you know, batting practice and playing catch and stuff like that. It's all different tools to help expand and better his game. And that's the exact uh, type of approach that we should be taking if we're going to take what we do seriously and and don't kid yourselves um like i definitely did for a very long time of oh you know i'll get to it eventually oh yeah you know you know when i have time i'll write the next great american novel and uh you know i'll do it in the weekend or grind it out or some you know like crazy shit like that like it doesn't work that way you uh, should put in the effort and dedication that it deserves uh first and foremost and uh, just like anything else, you, you get out of it what you put into it. So if you're not putting shit into it, you're not getting shit out of it. And that's pretty much it, guys. That uh, is the five-question survey and answers. Uh, again, thank you very much to David Kristoff for taking the time to uh, fill that out and sharing his insights with us. You guys can follow him on Twitter at David Kristoff. That's David, D-A-V-I-D, Kristoff, K-R-I-S-T-O-P-H. And again, check out his books, Tales of a Dying Star, book one, book two, and book three, all available on Amazon and Kindle. And that's it, folks. That's the episode. Uh, episode number, what is this one again? 22, free writing session, episode 22 of the Spun Today podcast. Again, I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. I really appreciate you guys listening. And there's a couple things in closing uh, that you guys can do. Uh, that I want to mention really quickly to support the podcast. First and foremost, the best thing that you can do, which won't cost you a damn thing, 
is rate and review the podcast on iTunes and or Stitcher. Um, go on there and, uh, you know, rate whatever it is that you think about the podcast, preferably a five-star rating would be appreciated and it helps the podcast gain exposure. It puts more people onto it and, um, uh, generates, uh, more viewers. Another thing that you can do to support the podcast as well, uh, financially, actually, if you would like to, which does not cost you again, anything at all is go to spuntoday.com forward slash contact. At the top of the contact page, I have a little Amazon banner. If you guys click on that, it'll take you to Amazon where you can do all your Amazon shopping the way you normally do. And it does not cost you anything at all extra. You guys could check if you don't trust me for whatever reason. And um, pretty much uh, the way it works is that Amazon kicks me back a few pennies on the dollar for anything that you purchase. Uh, just for going through my my personal portal there and that's uh, just for driving traffic to the website so it definitely does not cost you anything extra at all but amazon does kick back uh, kind of like a referral free uh, type of thing and that'll definitely help out that'll be that'll be uh, much appreciated if you guys can do that there's also a paypal donation uh, button on that page if you guys uh, would like to uh, donate to the podcast and you guys can also uh, the last uh I guess a quote-unquote financial way to support the podcast would be to check out crated.com, C-R-A-T-E-D.com forward slash spun today, where I have all the pictures that, that I take that I have on the actual, on my actual website for free or on Instagram, which is um, available there for like digital download. This website created, what they do is... Um, partnered up with them and they pretty much give you printed copies of any photos that you'd like uh, like if you want like at, like a big poster or like a little frame or whatever of any of the pictures that you might like you can uh, do so by ordering through that website and uh, yeah that's it <laughs> that's pretty much it guys aside from that the usual follow me on twitter at uh, spun today on twitter at spun today on instagram like the Facebook fan page, uh, facebook.com forward slash spun today. Subscribe to the newsletter, which I mentioned in the intro, uh, as well as the YouTube and Tumblr pages. And that is all, folks. As usual, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll check you guys out when I come back from India.